Hello and welcome to the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Al. And I'm Anton. And unlike this normal podcast, I'm the odd one out because you two are in person. This is quite exciting. This is like the first post-2020, uh, 2020, 2021, 2022 time that we've managed to do this in very long time. It has been ages, but not only we're in person in the same room, we're in Mike's shiny new studio. And I think shiny and new are two very good words for it because there's many gleaming surfaces in here. It smells new it smells, you know when you get a new car it's got that new car smell it's yeah. got a new car smell but it's like a new studio smell I've just got loads of magic trees <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't going to mention them but why Why do you have so many magic trees in here <laughs> everywhere um, but yes it's uh, it's it's nice. It's nice to be in the same room. We've we've left it late in the season. <laughs> this is the last episode, but but we did it. We've made it. Seems real sus, you know. Finale of the quiz, um, you know, tiebreaker episode <laughs> of the quiz, final episode of the season, and all of a sudden you are in the same room together. With the <laughs> you same you're going to bring this up? To the quiz. I mean, I'm, I may have sort of suggested this to you. You might want to mention it, but I, I've done. Look, I've got my iPad here. I'm going to be sitting doing the quiz so that Mike cannot see what is on here. I'm going to factor in a sort of a, a 0.1, 0.2 second delay. You're going to be fine. Also, you're going to get them right and I'm not. So, you know, there is that. So it's it's fine. But it is the finale of the quiz. We're very excited about that because miraculously, it's actually been 11-all. Um, it's a tie. Is, How, Mike, did you tie with Anton? Well, considering last time I was on double points and you still beat me. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I didn't say you were literally, uh, as far as I'm aware, entirely on merit. I don't think you've been cheating. You've no, got I the same points as Anton. I mean, you know I've not been cheating because I haven't got Wi-Fi at the minute. We're doing this on 4G. And so. it's not like I've been doing completely random games. I've been doing actual games that most people know. So it's not sheer dumb luck. Mm. This is actual skill and knowledge. Yeah. Well, luck and knowledge, maybe, I think. Nah, Somewhere in between. Um, Anton, have you had a chance to play your Switch this week? Oh, I've played some games this week. Um, I have revisited and replayed through the entirety of Sonic Forces in preparation for Sonic Frontiers, which is already out because I didn't start my Sonic Marathon early enough. And uh, yeah, this was a title that I think every time I've mentioned it, I've been like, oh, it's very meh. And people are like, oh, it's not that meh. And then I went back to it and oh my God, it's maybe even worse than meh. It's just, I think in of itself, it's an okay title, but... In the, the line of all the other 3D Sonic games, it feels creatively bankrupt. It, it's a little bit of a dull title. So that was a bit of a slog, but thankfully I got through that in like five hours. So that was fine. Um, also, I've done a bit of Donkey Kong Country um, on the, the GBA. I tried out the new Need for Speed, and then I was like, that's not so good. Let's play a real Criterion game, and went back to Burnout Free Takedown, which, my God, that game is iconic, best game of a generation. Yeah, I, I love that game. And also, um, I've completed Sonic Forces as well. And it's, um, yeah, it's it's ju- it, it's serviceable. Like, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. It's not like, you know, it's not terrible. It's just... I mean, I've heard of Sonic Forces. Does that count? Um, yeah, that's close enough. I mean, to be honest, you've probably had a similar experience to us, or at least, you know, the, the post-play of the game, you're probably as enthusiastic about it as we are. I mean, I played played some Sonic, the first Sonic, and I think I may have played, like, the first level of Sonic 2. That's my Sonic exposure in my entire life. I've not been a Sonic person. That's, that's a different story and something we need to have words about. That's like Anton and Back to the Future, but... You know, anyway. Um, so, uh, Al, what about you? Have you played anything this week? Sonic 2? Huh? 
Not Sonic 2. No, uh, I played a bit of... Uh, well, to be honest, this is going to be no surprise to anybody because it's the same games I've been playing for pretty much the last couple of months. I've played more Mario Kart Golf. Mario mm-hmm. Kart Golf? No. Mario Golf and Mario mm-hmm. Kart. Specifically the new courses Mario, Mario Kart, Kart got like a golf cart. Mario Golf amazing. Kart. Just going around golf oh, courses in a Mario Kart. Can we mash them together? That's a genius but idea. It is golf cart. You get golf cart. It'd be perfect. It would be. Yeah. Why have we not got this? Nintendo. <laughs> Mario get Golf Karts. <laughs> Mario <laughs> Golf Kart Battles. <laughs> um, How about you? What have you been playing? A bit more of Wonder, Wonder, Swan, Wonder Song, which I love, which is a beautiful game. I, I started playing the 19... 19- 84. What was the game I told you last week I was going to play? I forget the name of it. It's like, um, it's one that goes through the ages from the text based games and then you get animation and then. Oh, um, um, you're the one I'm talking about. It was on sale. Yeah, it came out very recently. Uh, I will come back to it next time because I'm not retro. Anton will know this 80s retro game that isn't really 80s, starts off text based. We talked about it in the main show maybe about two months ago. Uh,. Something about 1984. Uh, it's not ringing any bells, sadly. <sighs> so I'll, I, failed, I failed the quiz and it's not even started. I, I'll, I'll come back to it because I've not actually finished it. I've only just played buddy, it about an hour. Buddy Simulator. Buddy Simulator 1984. Ah, well done. That's exactly what it is. Yes! Nailed it. Um, it's, it's, it's really, really clever. Like, super clever. Like, I, I'll come back to it in full and I might even do a wee review on it at some point in the new year. But it's, it, yeah, it's a really interesting game. But I've got a couple other ones that I've, I'm just, I just need time. Oh, I just need time. Okay, I mean, so. you're going to a Christmas holiday. You could, you yeah, could, you could have some time. That I know is... you've got children to run around, which makes it slightly harder. No, but to be fair, I, I'm hoping now that the studio is done, mm-hmm. and now that most of the house stuff is almost there. Once I get past this, I think next year is going to be a lot easier. Just I get think. a big Velcro wall, put them in Velcro suits, mm-hmm. stick them to the wall. They're sorted. They're safe. You can game. Bob's your uncle. Fanny's your aunt. Job's I do a have good an one. uncle Bob. That's even better. Do you have an Aunt Fanny? <laughs> I don't. Mm, that's a shame. Um, so before we do move on, and uh, just a big thanks again to you for listening. We really, really appreciate it. We've got to the end of our fourth season just about. I know we've got a special show, though, coming up, Anton. Indeed. As like the years previous, we wrap up a season with our annual Nintendo Switch UK podcast awards. The voting is open now if you're interested. We run through some of the best games of the year through a variety of different categories. And if you want to get involved with that, that is nsukp.co.uk forward slash awards. It only takes like two minutes. You can blitz through it very, very quickly. And it's been quite fun seeing people's answers trickle in and seeing where the, the consensus is leaning. But you never know. It can always take a turn last minute. Have you done yours yet, Al? I actually did them this afternoon. Did you? I haven't uh, done I mine. I did. I went in and went, ah, oh, this is really difficult. And actually, it, it confuses me every year when we get to the wars time, because I think, oh, I'm gonna, what about that game? It's missing from the list. And then you go and look it up, and it came out the previous year. Ah, yeah, that, yeah. That has happened so often. And going through a lot of the lists as well, there's there's a lot of games in there I think, I would probably vote for that if I'd played it. Yeah. But I can't in good conscience vote for that, because I've not played it. Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. It's but, but then I, I I voted for games that I've not played, but then I do spend a lot of time checking out games. So you it's, do. It's you spend possible. much more time than I get to. Yeah, um, I just because I have it on the background. It's when I should actually be working, <laughs> to be honest. Um, okay, so we've done that. I haven't done it yet. I'm going to do it. Don't worry. I'm on it. I'm on it. Don't look at me like that. Um, but we've also, this week, the Nintendo Switch well, year well, well, in review. Before you do that, you need happened. to tell people where to go to get the review. Oh, get, I'm going to come back reviews. onto that. It's fine. I okay. Don't, you're doing the wrong order, man. Stop it. I prefer <laughs> it when you're online because then I can just mute you. nsukp.co.uk forward slash awards. Head there and make sure you cast your votes. And uh, the awards show will be between Christmas and New Year. 
Sure. Fingers crossed. Around that, that time. Yeah. So it'll be soon anyway, because this is the, the, the season four finale, which is mad to think that we're actually about to head into a fifth season, Al. Yeah, I mean, if we can be bothered. <laughs> it better be. That's why I bought a new studio <laughs> for season five. It's the it's the goat. I think it'd be, we'd, we'd get lynched if we stopped doing this. Yeah. Yeah, by me, because yeah. I really want to keep doing it. What about you, Anton? How are you feeling about a new season? I bet you're happy. Yeah, You'll be happier if I get back to doing some more work, right? A little bit more of the Ed thing would uh, put a smile on my face. But yeah, it's quite daunting because I think, you know, we, we often speak of the main show and its main seasons. It's like, yeah, we've done four seasons of it. It's like, yeah, we've done that. But through our, our Patreon and all the extra stuff there, it's like, oh, no, we've not just done four seasons of the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. That's three seasons of the prequel, three seasons of Roundup, and four seasons of uh, Last Call, which in one day. Kind of, but, it doesn't technically have a first season because we synced up the the number of episodes to the main show. That's right. But that's the post show, so we'll break the rules for that one. It is mad. It's a lot of podcasting, but it's it's great, and we really appreciate everybody that supports us. And and if you are one of the people that has listened, or this is your first time, or even if you're someone who has come and joined us on the Patreon or on the Discord or whatever, we really appreciate it. We really do. It's Did you wonderful. bring my new mug, by the way? No. I just realised I'm the, about the only person that doesn't have the mug. <laughs> I haven't even seen it, Anton, because I've deliberately tried to avoid spoilers and not look on the Discord. So I haven't seen it. I completely forgot your mug, Mike. I'm so sorry. Uh, well, if you want to try and see if you can get a mug before Mike, uh, you can go and learn about all the different tiers of our Patreon. That is at nsukp.co.uk forward slash support dash us. We have the Mug Club where you get something special every six months, including the mug that Mike doesn't have. And we also have a whole backlog, as mentioned, of other shows that we do. So if you're, oddly enough, wanting to hear more of our voices during the holiday break when we're uh, taking a little break before season five, uh, there's tons of stuff to check out there, especially the, the the prequel. That's kind of evergreen. But I've been surprised. You know, we've had some people come on and go back into the back catalogue of some of our last calls and all that sort of stuff. And it's uh, exciting to see what nuggets of our idiots say they pick up from past. Yeah, I mean, some of those old last calls, I don't. I dread to think what's on them. To be honest, I mean, I do miss. We remember we used to do the uh, was it Would You Rather's. They were great fun. Oh, that's we've right, not done yeah. that for a long yeah, time. But yeah, I, it's so much fun. People, people in the Discord have been talking about this a lot. Like they listen to the episodes during lockdown. And it just takes you right back then. Oh, I know. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. Bizarre. Uh, we are coming up to the end of the year, which means Nintendo are doing their Switch year in review. And it's the bit where they kind of give you your analysis and your data. It's like your Spotify wrapped for the Nintendo Switch. So, Al, you've done this. You've got the access to the info right in front of you. What, what What's it saying? Oh, I've got mine. And to be fair, uh, the, the top ones, the top most played are probably going to be no surprise. In fact, I'll bet if Anton thought about it, he could probably tell me what my top three games are. Do you want to have a stab at what they might be, Anton? Oh, um, Kirby, Mario Golf and Mario Kart. Oh, so close. Two or three. Kirby, Mario Golf and Mario Party. Uh, yeah, Firm, firmly you, in Nintendo. For, yeah, Nintendo like from first party wheelhouse. That's very much where I've been. So uh, yeah, so I had that. I've got a my three play three. I mentioned a couple of games you played for more than three years, which Mario Kart Among Us, hey, uh, and Super Mario 3D All Stars, which says I've been playing that for more than three years. I can't believe that's been out for three years already. Really? Is it? Well, according to this, I mean, you can wow. see it on the screen there, I am right? looking at it, yeah. But. yeah. Uh, and other than that, it gives you a little breakdown. So apparently my favourite games by genre, 
27% is party game. Well, that's not a big surprise. No, then action, board game, platformer, sports, and strategy. Right. So there sports you go. above strategy is a bit of a curveball, but I know, that, but it's... I can only assume I must have done a review and they maybe count some like the, uh, not Rush Rally. Yeah, yeah Rush Rally Origins, which I think Mario maybe Golf. January. Mario Golf, sport. So there you yeah. go. Yep. Um, what about you, Anton? Have you done it? Oh, yes, I have indeed. My most played game of the year is uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Jewelers, followed by Mario Kart 8, which is coming by a lot of the, the DLC courses there. And surprisingly, Stardew Valley. I don't actually really, I'm not a big fan of that game. Wow. So it's a bit odd that it got in there. Um, <laughs> That's controversial. I know. It just never clicked for me. Um, and then games for over three years, Among Us, we've done a good couple patreon game nights with that minecraft continues to suck my life away but what more than three years and animal crossing new horizons coming up on a couple years old now wow and uh yeah i think i'm trying to think bit favorite genre like yourself alistair i'm a, a party game uh, fiend love it love it i need to do it i haven't done it <laughs> you need to go so click the button open the email and click the button unfortunately you've got no internet yeah i'm on 4g right now and i feel like if i go and do that it's gonna like it's going one step over. too far so yeah, i think we'll just delete the podcast yeah apparently. literally it's like not that important for the podcast so um i'll do it at some point and it'll be disappointing i'm sure uh, it is time <laughs> much like everything i do it is time for this week's news tell us what people want to know so dim frost studio have announced bramble the mountain king for the nintendo switch it's published by merge games it's a psychological thriller in a fantasy world it's coming out in 2023 uh, anton what's your take on this one what do you think well we've had many many a kind of psychological horror game on the nintendo switch however the fancy twist on this does make it look quite novel it's very charming it's kind of got a slight plasticine it's just got a very tactile vibe to it which kind of draws me in a little and it's speaking a lot to the quality of the title because personally i don't really like fantasy so the fact it's managed to do this so well and i think it's the fact that it's doing something so unique with a tried and tested genre on the nintendo switch it's drawing me in i just only hope that you can actually eat brambles in it because you know that would make it tastier <laughs> I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but you can't. You're just travelling across a world oh, called Bramble. Very disappointing there. I've got to say, I agree, I agree. I think the game does look absolutely beautiful. There was a demo came out on PC and PlayStation 5, uh, and it was hugely well-received, and off it goes to other consoles. I do have a concern, because when you see the, the trailer in the Reese video, what you're seeing there is the high-end PS5, yeah, and it looks beautiful and gorgeous, and I... I can't see it translating well to the Switch. Yeah. It's it's such a rich, vibrant world. It's just, it is absolutely gorgeous. It gives me vibes of a VR game, which Anton will have played, I'm sure, called Moss. And it's got that kind of mm. same world that they did with that. And that was a very clever world that they created. I know this is more fantasy-based, but um, it's it's lovely. I mean, it's, it's stunning. It looks stunning. I just, exactly like Al, I would be tempted to wait to see how this plays on the Switch and how it looks because it might be the kind of one that you go, let's go PS5 or Xbox instead and controversial as that is. But we'll see. It's been done. They've done some good ports, so we shall see. Indeed, you'll be able to pick it up for a physical for 35 quid. All right, well, that's not too bad, not too bad. Uh, next up, we had some really exciting Ease 
uh, announcements. So first of all, uh, uh, Nihon Falcom announced Ease 10 Nordics for the Nintendo Switch. It's a fantasy JRPG with sailing coming out in 2023 in Japan. And they also announced Ease Memoir, The Oath in Filgana for Nintendo Switch. It's a remaster of the cult classic PSP title that is coming out spring 2023 in Japan. First things first though, Anton, are we going to see these over here? Um, yes, very much so. Historically, the Ease games have always seen a Japanese release only. Then a couple of years later, we get them over with an English translation. Ease 10 Nordics is looking to be, we've only got some screenshots so far, the formula and the evolution that Ease 9 gave. However, adding in some kind of sailing and nautical elements into it to, you know, expand it make the title a little larger and a little bit more unique from what came before which i'm thinking since it's been so recently released the last title i believe it was only released last year or localized within the english language last year doing a little bit more of a a novel spin on the genre is good but i'm particularly excited about seeing ease the off of the gap for that i'm struggling with that title there but this was very much the title where there was a couple Ease games in the late 2000s, but I remember when they released this one, it was like, oh, Ease is back in its mainstream. They've done it. They've pulled it off. It was a super solid title. It was just that kind of coming of age moment for the franchise, at least from my perspective, in the way, same way that Fire Emblem Awakening was like, oh, this is uh, this is up with the big dogs now. And it was a good moment for the franchise and getting it onto Nintendo Switch will be lovely, Mike. Yeah, well, I've played... Ease eight's not all the way through, but it's 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 really good. Although graphically, I think it's suffered a bit on the Switch, but I think graphically that game isn't. It's it's really stunning worlds, but there's just a bit of it's not, it's not quite as high fidelity as like a Xenoblade or something. Um, Ease nine looks really good, although I've never played it, so I was surprised to see this announced so soon. But then it makes sense if it's a kind of localized um, release and, and translation. But I think it'll do really well because the Ease games are quality. The PSP one, it's going to be more niche, I would say. Quite possibly, but it does. It, I mean, it's got a reputation of being a really, really good game, and if they do the port well, that's that's half the battle because the game itself is relatively solid. It's just a question of bringing it up to the modern day. With Ease uh, Ten, you've obviously got an updated battle uh, mechanic in there. They've got both a, a solo mode and a combination mode, uh, and then, as you said, they've introduced the sailing element, which just makes me think hmm, Black Flag. But sure, why not? That's why I thought, and I was like, oh, it's Ease meets Black Flag. Ease Black Flag. That's exactly what it is. Um, but yeah, it looks good, and, and I think it'll be a success on the console. Okay, quick pause. Eighteen minutes in, I've just realised I made a bit of a mistake with the recording, and that I'm recording everybody, including Anton, in the show mix. However, however, what I'm going to say, Anton, if you send me the file. I'll edit it okay. and I'll edit your part in over the top as long as you just keep it running as is and then I'll be able to do it. Remember, it's 18 minutes in that I've got to cut this out because I can cut his bits out because it'll show me where he speaks. But okay. Let me make a note. I can't, we can't start again. It's, it's too much. No I, worries. Either that or it, I'll just explain at the start of the show. Yeah, I messed it up because I'm an idiot. But I just totally forgot that it will also record on the show mix version what Anton's saying as well because, you know, that's how it's supposed to work. But right. anyway, all good. Um, okay. <clears throat> 19 minutes. So, in in games, uh, have announced the Wonder Boy Anniversary Collection for the Nintendo eShop, not to be confused with the Wonder Boy Collection, uh, which 
it was physical only uh, that the new one, the anniversary collection, features 21 Wonder Boy games and it's coming out on the 26th of January. It's so confusing, but it's great that you're, we're getting these games. But I'm also like, okay, so we're getting all these games. That's cool. It's confusing with the names. Can we not just have the whole lot as a physical? <laughs> That's the way I feel about it, Anton. Yeah, so it was a bit of an odd situation initially where we had the Wonder Boy collection, which had, I think, six or eight titles. And then like a week later, before that one even came out, they announced the Wonder Boy Anniversary Collection. I believe it was done via limited run games. And that had Field 21, but it was exclusively physical and limited run. So it's like, who's who's wanting to buy the Wonder Boy Collection? Who's that big enough fan to buy the collection, but doesn't want the Anniversary Collection? So it shot that release dead on release. But now we have Wonder Boy, the Anniversary Collection, no longer exclusively physical, which must be awful for the people that bought it want in these games that were only physical you can now get it on the eShop. great for us people that won't eat but my god i feel sorry for wonder boy fans that cashed in at either of those two steps and um, because it seems like uh you know you go we finally got the best of both for us now with this anniversary collection tons of ports um nice to have al it is i just i have no idea how this has come about who in the right mind sat in a business meeting and went let's do this this is a good idea because it just isn't at any point. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's great that they've come out now. But the whole saga involved in releasing these games, which have got such ridiculously similar names as well, just it smacks of I'm gonna say incompetence, frankly. I mean, I can't see how else they've managed to get to this stage. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's like they've thought, oh, it'd be great to release all the games, but not actually planned any thing past like a one year cycle so they've done a collection and then they've gone oh we should, we've got kind of more licenses now let's let's release them all but let's do it on the eShop even though we've told people that it's not going to be like that and I mean I don't know were they all fair. are they all the same developer and the same publisher uh, the only thing I can think is that this has come from two different places well, it's in two in people, games yes but in in games are the God, where are they? In there? I think they're the publishing company rather than the developer. Right. I think. Please don't quote me on that. It could be wrong. I'm just wondering if maybe there are two different parties here and two things have gone hand in hand. They've both come out through the same publisher. I don't know. I really don't know. I just can't see how this car crash managed to happen. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At The Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. I'm completely with you. It's an absolute mess. Um and thankfully we're on the outside of it, but very sorry to the people that uh, bought the you know, went out of their way to get a physical when they didn't really want one or went ahead and bought the small collection only for it to be outdated as they could have gotten a bigger collection. Now it's, uh, it sucks for all parties involved. Yeah, it's not it's not particularly fair on consumers, but 
you know, that's that's the world we live in. Quite often it isn't. Uh, Square Enix have announced Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster series for the Nintendo Switch. Final Fantasy 1 through 6 available individually or as a bundle spring 2023. So, I mean, the one thing I will say, I have to say this, Square Enix have been unbelievable with the Nintendo Switch when it comes to Final Fantasy. I mean, it really is incredible. Um, I think the one we're missing is probably the... Um, the remastered version, maybe of the of the new of seven, I think it was the redone version. We don't have that, but like generally, we're getting them all, Anton. Indeed, we have a, a very full collection. If you're not familiar with Pixel Remaster series, these were ports of the original six titles originally designed for mobile, which you know expanded onto sixteen by nine and made them a little bit more friendly on these kind of smaller devices, but are really, really good versions of these games. I believe they also got released on devices like the Oya and some of those micro consoles and very solid ports of them. And it's great that we're getting them both individually and as a collection. So if you just want to dive in with one, you know, I hope we get a physical one day of these. It would be nice. And yeah, as you say, we've got so many Final Fantasies. The only things we're really missing is, you know, nine through, I guess, 14. Well, you say you hope you get a physical. There, there kind of is a physical, but I don't think we can get it over here. You can only buy it through the Square Enix store. Ah. And you've got to dig deep. If you want to buy the physical standard edition, it's $75. Well, let's face it, these are all games, $75. But if, if you want the 35th anniversary edition, which has got them all on hold of extra little bits, it's $259.99. Wow, that's... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's painful. That's, that's a lot that's of money. That's on criminal. <laughs> Let's hope for a cheap physical then. <laughs> <laughs> the bargain bin at some point. We'll see. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, we have some more Mega Drive games to uh, Nintendo Switch Online have been added. They've added Golden Axe 2, Alien Storm Columns and Virtua Fighter 2. For some reason, Anton, I was sure we had Columns already. Uh, that, that's blown my mind that Columns is an addition because it just feels like a staple of the Mega Drive. I know it definitely is. I believe we've maybe got a Sega Ages release of it. Ah, you're right. Lovely to have. And it's nice to see that, you know, these are still really solid Mega Drive games that we're getting as part of the Sega Mega Drive slash Sega Genesis collection. The NES and SNES ones are a little bit dry in their titles, but it's lovely to see both the N64 and um, Sega Mega Drive are still getting really solid titles. Um, You know, Alien Storm, a little more bit more underrated but i love it and virtual fighter 2 late era mega drive game not the same as the saturn version but i think still a really fun game in its own right and i find it quite charming al well that explains it i was getting really confused i was thinking i could have sworn virtual fighter was like the next gen console yeah, because yeah. it was all 3d i didn't even realize it was a 2d version of i presume it was 2d version back in the mega drive it's um, kind of doing the donkey kong's uh, country sale of 3d graphics where you know, it's 3D rendered models, but they just took a, a screenshot of it and turned it into some pixel art. So it's full 3D. Nice. Yeah. See, full 3D. I like that. Um, yeah, I, I just it's great to get these. And I think more of them, please. I think I would love to hear these announcements much more regularly, not just Mega Drive, but just, just content, Game Boy, all that stuff. But I do feel still 
Nintendo Switch Online doesn't quite give us value when you compare it to, even though it's cheaper, but when you compare it to some of the other stuff out there, like Game Pass, for example, you just feel, come on, just, just more. I, I mean, I want to berate you. I want to say, oh, stop being so greedy, but I totally agree. I just, it, and we've talked about this so many times on the show that it's just a disappointment when you put it next to the competitor's offerings. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Atlas have given us an update on Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden. They're going to be coming out on the 19th of January for $17.99, featuring high-resolution graphics, difficulty set and quick saves. Uh, so this is really good news for me because um, I'm not so worried about Persona 3 Portable. I'm probably going to jump in at Persona 4 Golden because I've already played about 15 hours I was of say, that. I thought you already owned it. Um, on the PSP. Oh, so now there's you. a couple of reasons that I would now get this on here. First of all, the price point I think is good because it's a massive game and it's still a great game. Yeah. Uh, secondly, the obviously the upgrading graphics is cool, um, but the difficulty setting and the quick saves, that is huge because it's the kind of game that it, it's, it's so easy to spend three, four hours and then miss something really kind of crucial. So having a difficulty setting, the story doesn't get affected. And do you know what the, the lowest difficulty setting is for me and you all? Hit me. Very easy. That sounds about our level. <laughs> yeah, which we is need fantastic because it because <laughs> the story doesn't change, um, and the quick saves is great because you 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 can go a long time in that game without saving. And I haven't finished the game. I only played like fifteen hours, I think maybe, um, and it was six years ago. So actually, I'm going to jump in that, and then I'm going to do Persona Five because it's still one of my favorite experiences of a game even though i never finished it i've still never experienced a persona yet mm, yeah but it's it's cool though anton right indeed i'm delighted to see that we're getting this at a price point that matches its steam release because i was a little bit nervous on the nintendo switch it would be a full very expensive title in the same way that shimigansi tensei free nocturne similar era atlas game went for full price 50 pounds i was scared they would do that treatment but nope, we've got pricing that matches some of the other platforms, which is delightful. And I have trauma with Persona 3 Portable of not having a quick save. I remember playing that on the PSP, go, you know, just sliding it close, and then it ran out of charge and realized I hadn't saved in like hours and I never returned to it. It oh, burned no. me so hard. Yeah, that's so, exactly the kind of thing that would happen to me. And then I wouldn't go back to the game because I'm not a, I'm not good at returning and replaying something I've played already. It's just not something I'm good yeah, at. Yeah, absolutely with you. I, I've lost a few games and game saves got corrupted. I've gone, I'm not doing it again. It may only have been 20 minutes. I was like, no, done it, not doing it again. And I just leave the game. It just really annoys me. And, and, and that's just probably our kind of, you know, um, style of play. I mean, a lot of people will grind and, and redo it and no problem. But I just, no. Life's too short. Not for me. Um, however, that is good news. Next up, now, do I pronounce this... X-E-L, or is it Exal? Uh, I think that the latter. Okay. Um, the thing is, it doesn't matter anyway, because you shouldn't buy it. It's the worst rated Nintendo Switch game of 2022. The average on Metacritic is 43. Have you played this one, Anton? I have not, but it's been a, a delight looking through some of the reviews for this game. Like many of us, I watch lots of reviews of some of the games I'm interested in and thinking about picking up. And Typically, a lot of reviewers, you know, they you know, they say, you know, one or two good points, one or two bad points, one or two good points, one or two bad points, conclusion. Um, nobody's been nice about this one. It's just bad, 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 bad. And then this makes it super bad. And this makes all of that irrelevant. And then any hope is destroyed in a pit of acid. It's a, a rough looking title, Al. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. I'm actually kind of surprised it's got as high as it has. I mean, it kind of got like four out of tens. And generally, as you said, it's, it's hovering on Metacritic around 43%. I'm amazed it got. 43%, you'd think it'd be further down in like the 20%, but I guess 
technically it was mostly functional, but it wasn't the only Nintendo Switch uh, game to make that top 10 list, bottom 10 list, however you want to describe it. Uh, but number 10 was Blade Runner Enhanced Edition, which was a sort of a remake of the original, uh, was it 1980s, 1990s, point and click. It got pretty panned as well. It, it got a whopping 52% on, oh, wow. on uh, Metacritic and uh, another one to basically stay in, uh, well away from. Here's a question for you. Mm. Do you have, I'll ask Anton first, do you have a minimum rating percentage-wise that you will even look at a game so let's say a game was on sale for like two pounds and it was 69 percent metacritic what's the cutoff for you for for buying something i I won't lie i i personally don't really like scoring for video games um you know it's you know i've seen a lot of games and it'll be like scored it's like oh it's like a six out of ten and then you go into the review and they're like yeah, you know, it's a great game. The single player is super engaging, but the multiplayer is dreadful. So if you're a single player player, oh, that's that's irrelevant. That, you know, that game may as well be a 10 to you. Yeah. So I feel like review scores never quite sum up the full story. I always recommend going in there and seeing the review for yourself and deciphering the evidence rather than you know, seeing a roundup because it might not be relevant to how you perceive the game. And that's a fair point. To be honest, I've never, I don't really tend to read that many reviews either, and I therefore don't put much stock by them. I tend to go by what I've heard about this game generally, and have people I, I know and that I speak to, have they said that it's quite good? I put a lot more stock in in the opinions of those that I know and trust than actually any random reviewer that I don't have a clue about or what the internet at large wants to say about things, because the internet at large is often wrong. So I sit somewhere in the middle because I have maybe three or four reviewers that I regularly watch their reviews and trust their reviews. So when I see them say something's not very good, I generally think they're probably right. Um, and they're usually quite fair, but you're right. I, I tend to watch two or three reviews of a game if I'm on the fence about it and, and, and always with gameplay because that's the thing is, you know, if you, if you, if you think you like the premise of a game, that's great. But if the gameplay is terrible, then it, means nothing so. absolutely can i just point out number five on that list which is also on the switch because the way this list works if something's uh, a game is on multiple consoles they'll give it the lowest rating had on one of those consoles oh yeah so this game is on switch i presume it must have rated slightly higher on switch because the uh, the one that's actually on their official list is on the ps5 but it's lego brawls i wow. knew that game was bad and i feel vindicated yeah, yeah i mean it clearly is <laughs> very bad by the looks of things uh, the Pokemon Company have shared that in an 11 special episode miniseries called Aim to be a Pokemon Master, it will mark the final chapter in Ash and Pikachu's story. It's coming out the 13th of January. That's really sad, Anton. Yeah, it is quite sad, but it's um, an interesting and I think a good point for them to do this with Ash finally becoming a Pokemon Master. And it makes sense from, I guess, a merchandising point of view. Can already see from the the previews of the the future of Pokemon, you know this means they can have you know newer newer generation Pokemon's in the limelight. It's not all the Gen One stuff because it won't be just Ash. I imagine. I imagine it will be all of those supporting characters of that original anime will be sidelined as they can focus on new characters and through that being able to focus on new Pokemon and make more money. To be fair, the kind of, all the other supporting cast kind of have already been sidelined, as have almost all the original Pokemon, because I've seen quite a lot of the new Pokemon characters because of Sun. And really, other than Pikachu, they're all current Gen 1s that, that crop up and form part of the story. No Jigglypuffs? 
not really seen a Jigglypuff for quite a while, sadly. <laughs> not going to make any further comment uh, on there. Uh, but yeah, I do think it's kind of sad, but at the same time, I sort of feel the need to quote the Star Trek The Next Generation sort of finale title. Mm. All good things. And this is a good thing, but it's gone on for 25 years. Yeah. It it probably does need to draw to a close. And I'm... What an episode, by the way. All good things. Know, part so one good. and two. It's so good, but that's a, that's a last call. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Anton's like, what's a Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> What's these new fangled things you're on about? Yes, what is this 1994 episode you talk of? Okay, so uh, next up then, we have Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Hollywood. They've got an official trailer and an opening date of the 17th of February next year. I would absolutely, in a heartbeat, go and visit. But, you know, I love a theme park. I love Nintendo. It's like the best of both worlds, Anton, for me. Indeed, I think we've all mentioned that this is the, the one that you know gets us to a Super Nintendo world. It looks real lovely, and it's quite nice to have this trailer for it, because I don't think we ever got a trailer to this transparency that for the Japanese version of Super Nintendo world. We really get a good view at some of the rides, including the Mario Kart 1, which is the true highlight attraction in my eyes. Of course. And yeah, charming. It's like stepping into the Mario world ourselves. I can't wait for this to come out. I'm really excited. We we have all said we would love to get to the Japanese one. This one's a little bit closer and it's definitely more accessible because the whole thing is it's, it's American. Therefore, the primary language is English, which, let's face it, that's what we all speak. So this is probably the park we're all likely to end up in at some point and it just looks so good. They've, I don't know if they've learned any lessons from the Japanese one and improved it. You can't really tell from the trailer. It's, it's largely the same park. At least yeah. all the same concepts. There's nothing new or innovative that they're throwing into that trailer that's not already in the Japanese one. But it does just look so wonderful. I wouldn't be good to do like an NSUKP trip to uh, to Nintendo. Can World. we uh, can we justify using Patreon funds to bring us over there? To, because you know it's making the show. Is that is that something we can do? Yeah, I think we need a few more Patreons. Yeah. On that note, NSUKP.co.uk forward slash support dash us. And if anyone wants to pay for our tickets, uh, then um, that would be wonderful. Uh, but yeah, uh, either way, one day. One Maybe day. Bill Bryson. Uh, Bill Bryson. Bill Bryson. I wasn't actually going to say Bill Bryson, but you know he he's might. a travel guy. He might do. I was actually going more for Richard Branson because he's got more money. But you know Bill I Bryson. going to say Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the above. I mean, if Bill Bryson wants to, you know, I, I thought write... you were going down Ted Danson, and I was like, okay, <laughs> Ted Danson would be a legend. <laughs> No, it's any of those, but yeah, Bill Bryson can write his book while he uh, pays for our trips. You know, SGKP travels. There you go. <laughs> Not sure. It's quite a brief history of short history of everything worthy, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, okay, Hogwarts Legacy has a new Nintendo Switch. Sorry, a Nintendo Switch release date of the twenty fifth of July next year, and a second gameplay showcase. I'm excited to see how good this game is going to be in general. What's your thoughts at the minute with the Switch release, Anton? I'm very, very sceptical that the more and more I see of this game, uh, I become cautious of its performance on Nintendo Switch. Earlier gameplay showed some of the living in Hogwarts and that experience. This one showed off flying through forests on a broom very quickly. Very demanding gameplay. It's feeling... they. Ha I don't think they've ruled out a cloud version, but they have physical versions of this coming, so... It would presumably be a native port, so it could be a unicorn or it could be, uh, well, quite <laughs> I, crude, shall we say. Yeah, I was going to say something else. Uh, a unicorn's like... Something else. Yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued to know where you're going to go, but I think it's safer that I don't it's encourage you to safer. come over there. Like, we'll just move on. But yes, you're right. It's um, exactly how I feel about it. I think 
it's really great that it's coming to the Switch. I just hope they can do it in a way that it does some sort of justice. Oh. Yeah, I have to say, I share your scepticism here. Uh, having seen the gameplay trailer, it does look really, really good. It's it's another one of these ones, just beautiful. You've got fantastic lighting, a huge draw distance, very, very smooth animations. It just looks, uh, it looks polished. It looks exceedingly well done. And it's not likely to translate well to the Switch. I find myself saying this a lot recently, but in the five years we've now had the Switch, technology has moved on a lot. We've got the new generation of consoles. Developers have got better and better and better at uh, honing the the new hardware and new generations getting... uh, You know, it's it's getting extracted to it's probably not into the max yet because we're still only halfway through I guess yeah. the life cycles from the other consoles well, that's what I was going to say we're well into those cycles now on Xbox and Playstation whereas even a year ago we weren't where we are now in terms of what developers understood about those consoles so I do I agree I mean we are talking about a, a nearly six year old console now you know this is this is the thing about it and that's amazing and I think it's still an amazing console you know there's no doubt about that but I do wonder if 2023 is the year that we need to see news of we need new hardware and i think this game would be one that would definitely benefit from being a cloud version and i know we generally don't like cloud versions but i just can't see this working well on switch yeah. native hardware well we will see um next one though could be a good launch title for a, a redone um switch but uh, nintendo not tears of the kingdom as i every single time want to say but tears of the kingdom uh, the marketing email uh, has asked how you played breath of the wild and very good point in anton's notes we'd remember Remember, if we had achievements, I think that's an excellent point, Anton. Um, we have been having a look at the email, so we'll come on to that in a second. But first of all, it, look, we just talked about a new switch, right? Achievements, come on, it's simple. Yeah, I think that's one of the most daunting experiences I had of getting my hands on the Steam Deck. Was although even if you're playing a lot of the similar games or games that could have ran on Nintendo Switch. There's a lot of aspects of the ecosystem there that are just missing on Nintendo Switch that are given on many other platforms. Even, you know, iPhones have achievements for a game center. And for certain kinds of gamers, that can exponentially extend the lifespan of games. You know, um, it can just get you going and finding new nooks and crannies and really, you know, playing games in new ways that you wouldn't have traditionally done. I think it is one of my go-to features i would love to see but i think sadly we're too late yeah when that email came out from nintendo today i just i I read through it and i just got really angry i mean i'm happy that the fact that they're starting to big up the new game we know it's coming in the new year it's not terribly far away and reminding you about your playthrough of uh, breath of the wild is not it's not a bad thing it helps you think oh yeah there was that in it and that in it it might even prompt a few people to go back and play the game but it did it just smacked me in the face as just Give us the achievements. I don't know how many Koroks I found. I don't know if I managed to, I don't know, conquer all 120 shrines because I've got no record of it anywhere. I mean, I would have to go into the probably the game itself, which I don't even think I own anymore. I think I sold it on. So I have no way of knowing this at all. There's no record of me playing this game and it's really annoying. Yeah. I'm a game save. No, it's, it's true. It's such a simple idea and it was such a revolutionary idea on the xbox 360 when we started getting achievements that it's just do you remember at the beginning sense. of this podcast i was i wasn't so much anti-achievements I was like i don't care they're not a big deal why do you need them i've completely changed my tune yeah and i think it's because it's been such a long-running console that that you're now you, you think back to games 
that you maybe had played previously and it's very hard to get a handle on how much you did of it or if you revisit or if it's an update you're like well did i play through that i think so you know it's, it's difficult but yeah it's a shame that we don't have that but um you know you never know nintendo switch pro okay time for turbo mode i'm going to fly through a bunch of quest uh stories and you're going to give me your thoughts on them there are a couple in this week's turbo mode that i would like to talk about as well so here we go Ash Ketchum voice actor Veronica Taylor has thanked thanks <laughs> thanks <laughs> fans for an incredible 25-year journey. New McDonald's commercial is showing movie Mario in action. Digimon World Next Order gets a gameplay trailer and a release date of February 2023. Sonic Frontiers will get a demo. Tetris 99 31st Maximus Cup themed around Kirby's Dream Buffet will run from the 15th of December to the 19th. So it finishes pretty much by the time you listen to this podcast. Uh, Peppa Pig World Adventures has a release date of the 10th of March 2023. Nintendo have shared an English version of the Welcome to the Somnial trailer for Fire Emblem's uh, Fire Emblem Engage. Uh, G Fuel is releasing a Conker's Bad Fur Day themed drink called the Great Mighty Poo. <laughs> That's a story I never thought I'd have to read. Uh, Arcade Paradise is getting Kung Fury Street Rage DLC for £2.49 coming out on the 12th of January. Mario Kart 7 version 1.2, which is the 3DS version. It is. Uh, this It's getting, it, it's now out, the new version. It's the first update that the game's had in 10 years, which is kind of fun because I have it on the 3DS and still play it regularly. Uh, the 3DS, that is. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection has a second trailer and a release date of the 14th of April. So, uh, Anton, which stories... I mean, I'm going to jump into one to start you off, and that is the Sonic Frontiers demo. When I saw this come out, I thought, brilliant, because I really want to play Sonic Frontiers, but I'm scared to go and commit to buying it. So the fact there's a demo, I can just figure out if it's something I'm going to like. Yes, and I think it's especially handy for some of our multi-platform gamers as it means they can test the Switch performance, which I think for some of these bigger titles is becoming more of a concern, as we've mentioned. So having a demo there, and especially since it's a slightly different flavor of Sonic game, you know, unlike going from Generations of Forces, it's a little fresher. Yeah, can I just jump in here? I know it's not my turn yet, but on, on the Sonic Frontiers, I'm I'm quite glad there's a demo for this because... All I've heard is really bad things, particularly on the Switch. Uh, I mean, I don't, I know I said I don't read many reviews. I happen to read uh, Nintendo Life's review on this one because, you know, that's my that's my source for most things in Nintendo these days. And uh, yeah, they don't have a good thing to say about it. They gave it four out of ten and they they pretty much, under the joys column, they're like, mm, fishing's relaxing. Uh, running around feels quite nice. They really struggle to find anything good. Under the cons column, they've basically got performing uh, Performing is uh, rife with annoyances and glitches. Combat is shallow and full of glitches. Collecting various items is tedious and repetitive quickly. The cyber levels are reusing old bits and the game simply looks off on Switch. So what I will say, I saw this review when this came out and there was quite a bit of a backlash against it because it's quite harsh and... It's very harsh. Well, yes, but it's like, it's more harsh than I think any other review I've seen. And that's interesting because Nintendo Life don't generally tend to be that harsh. Yeah. Yeah. So so I do think it's, this is why it's so good that we're getting a demo because it's such a game that I was really interested in. And I've actually heard some good things about it as well. And people saying it's actually really enjoyable, but you're right. I think getting the chance to play it and make your own mind up, it's kind of, it makes it all worthwhile, Anton. Indeed. I think the Sonic franchise 
because it's had so many phases and eras, there's many different fans from different eras that have a different idea of what a Sonic game should be. You know, the Sonic fan from the 90s have that idea of Sonic. A Sonic fan from the early 2000s have their idea of what a Sonic game should be. And going from the late 2000s and the noughties, or the 2010s as well, all have different ideas and different expectations. And yeah, having watched quite a lot of different reviews for this title, it's been very, very mixed. Um, there's a lot of people that think it's brilliant, some people not. I'm excited to delve in. I'm hoping to to get through it and go through it this uh, this fall season and see see what it's like. But yeah, curious. It's definitely one of the harshest reviews I've seen on that title. Yeah, it was definitely brutal. Anyway, I'm going to put myself back in my box. Yeah, and get let back you, in let the you box. carry on with the rest of whatever you want to talk about in round, uh, in turbo mode. Yeah, I think uh, it's just a kind of a fun little wee bit here. I uh, I do not envy the people that pick up the the Conquerors Bad Friday uh, theme drink because uh, you know. G Fuel, they do actually flavor their drinks a little. It's not like you buy them and then it's like, oh, it's a little bit of cherry. Now they, they go all in. And uh, you know, the headline there is uh, cautionary at most. And then again, it's really lovely. We're finally getting Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. My God, we've got every single Mega Man game under the sun at this point, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Tetris 99 still doing pretty well. It's it's fun. I, I like the 99 games. I like the concept. I, I think it'd be nice to see some more of those. Um, Peppa Pig World Adventures. My daughter will be delighted about that. She's, uh, we, what was it we said earlier? We said, we went Peppa Pig and she went. <laughs> it was adorable. Yeah. She, I, I mean, she, everything she one. does is adorable to be fair. She is very cute. But um, but the Peppa Pig games, there's, there's a fairly pricey one at the minute and there's a couple of cheaper ones as well and they do actually get quite well reviewed weirdly enough they're actually not that bad so that's kind of fun um and other than that yet yeah, Mega Man, i was going to say and also just a shout out to veronica taylor for doing 25 years of ash ketchup that's very cool that's a long time to play a condiment ash, <laughs> ash ketchup i can't i can never i can only ever call him ash ketchup it's just what my brain does yeah i i know it, to be fair i thought his name was ash ketchup for quite a few years <laughs> so yeah saucy very no, yeah yeah very good yeah. very good uh, yeah <laughs> anything else you want to mention uh, i mean i was also going to mention the g fuel stuff it's not cheap i mean i've never bought g fuel no but it's uh if you if you do want to buy it it's going to cost you 60 dollars <laughs> for the for this g fuel drink but it does come with a couple of like you know toys effectively there's some uh some statues of uh some one of the slimer? characters from it it looks exactly like slimer i think it's supposed to be the mighty poo which right. is you know the name of the it thing. literally looks like slimer from ghostbusters it really does yeah. it looks like exactly like slimer so i wanted to mention that uh the kung fury street rage uh dlc for arcade paradise i just think is really cool i mean you know exactly where the influences are from there i don't know if it's any good or not i haven't read any reviews on whether that's that's worth paying the 2.99 for 2 49 for in the UK mm. for, but I'm going to say you may as well. And I just like the fact that that game is getting DLC. Yeah, it's such a cool. such a wonderful idea. Uh, what else did I want to mention? The Mario Kart update. Yes, I think that's really really random. What are they updating? Well, they don't tell you. The version 1.2 release notes literally just say several issues have been addressed to improve the gameplay experience. <laughs> that's all they've given you. Like. 10 years I mean yeah. something something has someone must have discovered some sort of major security flaw in there for them to go back that far and patch something must be yeah and it could only I could only imagine it relating to Nintendo Switch Online services because the 3DS has been cracked open for years and years and years and it's very easy to crack well, open so yeah, must not, be some it, online services back end yeah it's not a supported device anymore they stopped making them it's, it's well past its lifetime I don't 
I just don't I get why they come wonder back if they're maybe taking some of the courses from it and they've gone into it um, for that reason. And whilst they were there, they were like, actually, this is quite a big flaw. We should just update that because people are because <sighs> lots of people are still playing seven. Maybe, but we mean, have you ever heard anyone complaining about glitches or problems with it? Well, no, but I haven't been looking for them. I can only fair. assume it's security. That's the only yeah. thing my brain can think of. Uh, and yeah, the McDonald's advert, I watched it earlier on. I think I actually watched it last week. I can't remember when it dropped. Um, it shows you a lot more of the world. Mario running around and jumping mm. and basically being very smooth and cool and jumpy and pipey and bonking the top of heads of uh, piranha plants. And it's looking good. It's looking good. I yeah. can't wait. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Well, that brings us to the end of the last turbo mode of the season and the year. And it means that we are now ready to move on to the very last quiz. I have so many questions. It, it does. Does that mean I'm supposed to prepare something? I mean, that was the plan. Uh, although oh. uh, we, we need to make sure here that Anton is satisfied that there is not a chance that I can see anything because <laughs> he's looking at me suspiciously. Uh, but we are in the same room, uh, Al and I, but I literally... As you can see on the camera, I'm nowhere near him and he's just opened stuff that hasn't been opened. So I have no idea what's going on, but I cannot see anything. Are you satisfied, Anton? I, I am, uh, unless I lose. Then <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, I want a retrial. I don't want any shenanigans here. I'm holding my iPad up. My iPad is literally the back of the iPad is facing Mike right now. So he can't see it. Anton can't see it. All you can see is the back of it as well on the camera. Nobody can see these. There's been no hints dropped or I've deliberately kept entirely stew about this. This is genuinely coming down to a proper final. We've got three questions and I'm really, I, I'm, I, I can't see any way that this can go to a tie break because we've got three questions and only two of you. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm already a winner because I've made it this far. So I'm quite happy whatever happens, but let's see. Okay. Are you both ready? Contenders. Ready! <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay, here we go. The first game. 2014 platformer for the Wii U. Oh, I can feel the tension. <laughs> I can see them both thinking. The thing is, the Wii U is like Anton's specialist subject. So, um... Uh... Is it um, <laughs> Super it, Mario Bros? It's not Super Mario Bros. Is it Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze? Seriously? I'm so, are you... I, Ser I'm no, going for the complete set. You are right. It is uh, my turn. <laughs> I mean, when, when you said you've been playing Donkey Kong Country earlier in the episode, I thought, oh no. Oh no. Well, and you've got it franchise. right at the gate. I mean, it's fine. To be fair, it's more likely Anton was going to get the Wii U question right anyway, because it's a specialist up area. Next, you know, up next, ZX Spectrum section. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, even then, I'm not sure, though. I'm not sure. Well done, Anton. Very Thank well you. done. This next one, though, is um, this, this next one goes down a completely different route. Neither of you is going to know this game. You can have well, to that's helpful. I'm, I'm telling you now, <laughs> you're not going to know it. After all. You're just going to have to guess what it is. Right. I mean, you might know. Anton might know. It's possible. But I'm not holding my breath here. It is 2010 Wii and DS adventure game. 
Okay, We and DS 2010 is it... Um... I'm going to give you a very, very slight hint, both of you. Mm. This quiz is themed, and you've already had the first game from it. What was the first answer again? Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong Country Tropical <laughs> Freeze. And um, Did you say what genre this new game was? Uh, I've told you it's an adventure game. Adventure game. Um... Uh, is it no Planet of the Apes? It's not, but actually, it's, I mean, it's, it's it's as random a guess as that. Yep. Yeah, is it uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong March of the Minis? Nope, you got the wrong theme, both of you. Based on the 1964 uh, TV special of the same name. Oh wow. <laughs> um. Uh. Oh, is it um. Oh, uh, um, I think I might know what this is. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> Anton, do you want to have a guess here? Um, um, the Twilight Zone. Oh, no. I would have actually suggested that. Is it um, Casino Royale? No, it's not. Uh, they had the same publisher of this game on both the different platforms, the Wii and the DS, but they're developed by two completely different developers. I mean, that helps me not... Not a jot. I know. 1964 TV show. TV special. TV special. Um, And it's an adventure. Yes. Yeah. Tell me you're not going to know the game. You just have to guess as we get through the clues. Oh, okay. Is it um, King Kong? Nope. Um, Titanic Touch the Deep. Nope, it's not. Uh, this game was basically a collection of four mini games that used Wii or used motion controls. Motion controls. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I mean, you, you just guess, keep guessing random stuff. It's the only way you're going to ever get anywhere close to this. Um, Bewitched. Nope. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> no. The game was rightly given fairly negative reviews. IGN gave it 1.5 out of 10. Wow. Okay. <laughs> On the Wii and DS. Yeah. for TV special. Oh, man. I want to say... I don't know. Um, I can't even think. Like st- Star Trek. Nope. Uh, God, nineteen sixties. Is it um, uh, Citizen Kane? Nope. Uh, even older. The mini games were, and this is going to get you closer to what the answer might be: Holiday Helper, Toy Maker, Cookie Cooking, and Saving Christmas. Um, is it Big Country? Nope. Uh, a Wonderful Life? Nope. There is a song of the same name uh, and also is basically about the same character. Okay. Same character. Um, 1964 t- TV special. Superman? No. Because there is a Superman song. Uh, is it um, Spider-Man saves, saves Christmas? No, the character has an illuminated appendage on the end of his face. Um, Noddy. No. Oh, is it Rudolph the video game? I mean, you're much closer, but that's not the title. You're very, you're, you're painfully close, but it's not the title, and I want the proper actual title. Uh... The title is the same name as a song. I've mentioned this already. 
Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes, it is! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer! It's a tie! <laughs> uh, tense. I mean, once you got to the appendage, I mean, there was only a few, and Noddy's more like he's just like a shiny nose, but it wasn't really like it, but yeah. All right. The last one. Um, Anton, do you want to go first or second here? Closest to the um, close of the year. I'll go uh, first. You want to go first? <clears throat> what year did the video game Days Before Christmas come out? <laughs> D-A-Z-E. Days Before Christmas. Ah. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Let's go 2001. See, the problem, the problem with this, right, it could be related to School Days, which is a Spectrum title from the 80s, or it could be an online game that is much, much newer. So I just don't know which way to go. Days, what's it called? Days Before Christmas? Yes. But D-A-Z-E. Yes. Um, oh, this is great. It's fine. Let's actually come down to the final question. Yeah, but it's, it's also one that neither of us know, so... <laughs> Pure luck. <laughs> I'm so happy about this. I'm going to go one of two years, and, and one of them is right, one of them is wrong. I might as well flip a coin. So, Anton, you were what, 2004? No, 2001, he said. 2001. 2001. 2001. What direction are you going to go? Um, That's really tough. Not for me, because I know the answer. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go on the basis that I don't know this game, and I think I know... Like the School Days series. I don't think it's anything to do with that. I think it's going to be newer. I'm going to go 2002. <clears throat> I can tell you it was released on two platforms. Hmm. It was on a cartridge. Oh, fudge. <laughs> it was on the Mega Drive and the Super NES. It was released in 1994. Oh, no! Anton wins! <laughs> oh, well done, Anton. Congratulations. Wow. That, that was quite a competition. Well yeah. done. Well, congratulations. <laughs> to be fair... I would have felt like I was cheating if I'd actually won because you did deserve to win overall over the course of the year. But no, it was good. It was good. It was a good battle and it came down to a question that was potluck because I've never heard of that. No, I, I assume neither of you would have done, which is why I deliberately picked it. And it was nice and Christmas themed. Yeah, absolutely. What was the first Christmas one? Donkey Kong Country? Tropical Freeze. Freeze. There right. you go. Got, yeah, got, yeah. Yeah, got, Tropical yeah. Freeze. That was yeah. that was the whole, it was Christmassy, wintry. And... Well, I got that by the second one, but not by the, you know. <laughs> No, yeah, you deserve to win that one. Plus, you did actually say Rudolph. So, again, it would have been, like, really harsh had I won that, but never mind. I know. He, Anton took that far more graciously, by the way, than you ever would have done. Absolutely. <laughs> I would have been I would have been kicking up a major fuss if that had been me. <laughs> uh, kudos. You, you've done double as well as last season, Mike. Yeah. Uh, power to you. Oh, well done, Anton. Um, I think what we should do, though, is since we're doing the, um, the uh, awards, we should have the, the final quiz then instead of now. So, Anton is a winner. He now gets the crown. Dag nabbit. Well, he's had the crown before. So, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I just polish it uh, <laughs> on my head right now. No, no, no. You make me polish it. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, yes. That's better. Uh, no, congratulations, Anton. It's been, it's been a, a good fun fight. I did a bit of a comeback near the end, too, which was good. It so was a good. But it was a brilliant. That would make a really good movie. Yeah, it was good. That would be a great epic story. Interesting though, it it does suggest that um, in terms of episodes, I must have missed half the episodes this year because it's twenty three points, and we've had probably fifty episodes. That would be probably be so about right. You've been you've been a bit of a missing presence this year. We've yeah. all missed you. Thank you. Well, next year I'll be hopefully a bit more uh, able to to join. But uh, that is. 
it for another season. Just before we do finish, though, uh, again, a huge thank you to you for listening to everyone who has contributed in any way, messaged us, left us a review, emailed, pigeoned, any of those things. We really, really do appreciate it. We're really excited for season five. I'm finally going to get into the studio because I have a space now. Um, and we're going to do some new music and things, Al, which is going to be fun. Not for the main show, though. Don't panic. I know. Well, yeah, we we got that like message loud and clear. We're not going to change the music in the main show because people would be very upset. But mm. you know what? We we genuinely love hearing from you. We love the fact you download us. You, we love the fact you're still listening to us. We're still not entirely sure why. People seem to think we're informative and funny. I, I don't think we're either of those, but clearly people do. Uh, so yeah, if you're one of those people, thank you, and please yeah. keep listening and leaving us reviews and joining Patreon and messaging us and doing things in Discord, and if you want to send a barbershop quartet round to Mike's house to just sing how much you love him, that's perfectly acceptable too. <laughs> Depends who's singing of course, but yes, thank you. <laughs> Otherwise it might, it might be worse. <laughs> Neighbours might hate me even more. Um, Anton, any final words for season four? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, echo the sentiments of yourself. Thank you so much. Um, excited to see us all for the awards uh, show coming up very, very shortly. If you've yet to vote, that is just on our website, nsukp.co.uk forward slash awards. And you can learn about all the extra stuff. Check out some of the back catalogue if you're needing anything to listen to through the break. And yeah, excited to see us all in the new year. Yeah, that is it. Thank you once again. We will see you later. Goodbye. Cheerio. Au revoir.